85% of employees worldwide are not actively engaged at work, according to Gallup's latest study. This organizational crisis leads to a lack of motivation and productivity, as well as lower social stability, financial security and above all, loss of self-worth. Seemingly, companies across the globe fail to answer basic human needs, the feeling of significance and purpose. To study how business leaders can create more meaningful workplaces, the team surrounding Professor Dr. Wolfgang Jenewein of the University of St. Gallen founded the Consortium Purpose. Selected companies, researchers and purpose experts explore the shift from bleak resource optimization to uncovering human potential. With interviews, surveys, interactive workshops and case studies, the Consortium provides a platform for interdisciplinary dialogue. You're listening to The Idealists with me, Simon, and my co-host, Celia. We joined Maximilian Strecker at the Institute for Customer Insight in Switzerland. He's a researcher and coach for organizational and personal development and founded the Consortium Purpose in 2018. At the time, he's finishing his dissertation titled The Pursuit of Purpose at the University of St. Gallen, home to one of Europe's top five business schools, according to the Financial Times. Quoting Max, meaning will be one of the key organizational currencies of the future. So we wanted to know how he defines the big word purpose in a business context. Basically, um, the most important point is um, to look behind the curtain, first of all. What is behind the concept of purpose? And uh, from my perspective, it's about uh, meaning. So how do people find meaning in their lives? Or regarding our work, how do people or employees find meaning in their work? And uh, when we talk about the subject of purpose in organizations, we try to create or design workplaces in which it is possible for employees or leaders to find their purpose, their individual purpose, and to experience meaning in their work. I think that's one interesting point, because what I've got from the, from the consortium is you're working with uh, like big firms, right? Corporates most of the time. Is that correct? Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, big corporations, uh, but uh, also smaller corporations, family-owned corporations in Germany. We have a lot of them there. So they are, they are also now starting to invest uh, in, the, in the topic of purpose and meaningful work. Right. Because what, what I was thinking is, um, since, as you said, purpose is like a, a very, it's like an inner experience, right? It's nothing that you can, it's not fact-based. It's not you, something you can directly measure, right? Mm -hmm. And if you are working with those large companies, do you have an approach of measuring something or is it like the opposite, right? Do you, do you say this is nothing to be measured, so mm -hmm. we don't measure at all? How is that? What, what's that behind that? I think uh, in general, it's important um, to understand that purpose is always an individual construct. And uh, this is true for large organizations and middle-sized and small uh, organizations. In the end, uh, purpose is different from individuum to individuum. Uh, Viktor Frankl, for example, in his book, A Search uh, for, for the Man's Meaning, he said uh, purpose differs from man to man, from day to day, from hour to hour. So purpose and meaning is always different. Uh, it, it is based on personal experiences and based on personal interpretations and perspectives. So, and it's a job, of course, it's harder for larger organizations to, uh, how should I say, to respect the individual uh, nature of purpose because they have like 15,000 people. Some have 300,000 people worldwide. How should they respect all individual purposes in their organizations? 
And uh, in this matter, it always comes down to the leaders. And uh, because leaders usually, they lead five to 10 people in their teams and there they can have an impact. There they, they can uh, consider the individual purposes of their employees. There it is true. It is possible. Okay, so you would say it's a leadership topic. Uh, leadership is uh, one, one, one measure an organization can take. And I think it's a very significant measure organizations can take in order to create meaningful work. But it's, it's only one. So when we look at our, our model, our research, it's one out of six levers organizations have. So of course, leadership is important. Uh, um, definitely organizations have to consider their leadership behavior in the organization because it defines the culture in the long term. So it has a significant influence, but it's only one lever, one of many. I think that, that brings us to um, also your dissertation topic, which is titled uh, The Pursuit of Purpose, right? Um, where you identified those levers is that like that's part of the research to identify those levers how to apply this topic in larger or in, in organizations as a whole and um could you give us just a little bit insight on on you said leadership is one pillar which is which is one key key lever for that um what are other important levers that you found is has an impact on on organizational purpose. Yeah. First of all, when we first started researching around the topic of meaningful work and purpose, uh, what we found out and what our first studies showed that um, in general, there are three different dimensions in which people find meaning at work, find purpose uh, in their work. And this is the personal dimension, the social dimension and the societal dimension. Personal dimension means I find meaning at work when I have a task, a work task that is aligned with my inner personalities with my strength, my in motivations, my interests, my passions. When there is an alignment, I find a personal purpose at work, right? And the second dimension was the social purpose that describes people who come to work, not because of the task itself or the organization, but because of their colleagues. They have the feeling, okay, I'm interested here uh, to, to pursue this work because of the people. I love this team. I love to work together with my colleagues at work. And that's why I work. That's my purpose at work. That's the social purpose. And the third dimension is the societal purpose. And that describes people who find purpose in their work through the impact they create through their work, the impact they have, the impact they can create through their work in that organization. So what significance do they create through their work? And this is, this is valid for the impact in the organization. So, for example, a developer, a developer in a large, let's say, um, uh, automobile manufacturer, right? A developer, he has an impact for sure on the production department because they have to produce what he develops. And there is the question if, does he know his impact? Does he know the, the producer in the production department? Do they have contact? Does he get feedback? But as well, also on a larger scale, what is the impact of the organization overall? What impact do we have on society? And this is a topic uh, right now many people talk about when they talk about purpose. But actually, it's also only one lever. And, and then uh, to continue, we have those three dimensions. Then the question in, the, in our research is still ongoing until now. How can organizations now influence those three dimensions? How do they have to create their work environment so that their people can find meaning in those different dimensions, personal, personal, social, and societal? So those three uh, dimensions are kind of a, uh, on the roadmap for applying 
that in, in the day-to-day -day work, because as you said, it's, it's a inner experience, it's individual, it's even, you know, it, it's, it's, it differs from day to day. Yep. Uh, so if we dig deeper and, and think about how would actually a company apply that in, in a day-to-day -day work, do you think this has to be like the, those three X's, I, I would uh, call it, do they have to be prioritized for every individual person? Or do you have to have a profile for each person or how, how, how is that, how is that going on? Definitely. So from my perspective, every leader should have an exact and very, very precise profile, purpose profile of his employees or her employees. If, if leaders don't have that, how should they lead in a purpose oriented way? It's impossible. And, uh, as I said before, each person has different drivers. So different priorities within those three different dimensions. Maybe there is an engineer who says, um, I'm here in order to uh, construct my automobiles, right? So I find my full meaning in the, in the personal purpose dimension. So, so if the leader recognizes that, uh, he has to give exactly those tasks to this uh, engineer in order for him to find meaning at work, right? So you would say it's more about the or less about the weakness of, of people at work that uh, the leader should focus on and support? Definitely, definitely, of course. Um, when we talk about purpose, uh, I think it's very, very important to figure out the personal drivers, motivations, interests, passions, because there is energy, right? People have, have energy for that. They like working on their strength, right? And only then when they find meaning in their work, when they can work on their strength, on their passions, they will be able to, to be fully committed and not only compliant in the work. So it's kind of putting the human back into organizations, yes. even though we're in the era of machines and, and a lot of AI and a lot of um, data-driven uh, ways of working. It's sort of putting back the human into organizations. Yes, definitely. And this is also a lever which we figured out in our research, uh, the mindset of an organization. What is the mindset? And I think uh, over the last decades, we developed a very functional oriented mindset in organizations, uh, a, mindset, a mindset which was uh, focused on resource optimization and cost reduction, but not really focused on purpose maximization of people. Um, and what we try to to implement in organizations or help organizations to develop is an, a more individual orientation again. Yes. We, we talked a lot about now the, the each and every employee in an organization. And we also talked a little bit about the, the leadership, right? Their role in implementing or like giving a more purposeful, more meaningful or designing a more meaningful uh, work environment, right? Um, Yeah, if you if you think about the, the the leadership construction of an organization, and um, if you think about an initiative to to start that off or to to continue and imp continue to implement that, is this like a traditional kind of top down approach where you start at the top and then you know the, the CEO has to be like behind it and 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 back that initiative and then it drizzles down to like every department or how how does it usually work? How is in your opinion how or in your experience how how does it work in in, in that sense? Regarding the leadership development right. now, um, I think in today's organization, it definitely has to start from the top because this is the way our, at least the, the large majority of the organizations we have here in, in Germany and Switzerland and Austria, um, they are very, still a lot are very hierarch hierarchical, right? And uh, so 
they are used and conditioned on uh, learning that new developments and new things come from the top. And when there is no commitment from the top, it's really hard for employees to authentically follow um, a new initiative. So I think, of course, the leaders at the top, they have to be role models. They not only have to start such initiatives, but they have to be role models. They have to be authentic role models in living a more purpose-oriented leadership style. Um, the, the topic of purpose, if you compare it from like giant corporates to um, medium-sized businesses to startups, for example, um, where like new founded businesses like startups and, and such, um, I would say at least is that they don't have that big of a problem because they are very, very close to their founding principles or like the, 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 the initial like spark, which sparked the, the company to be founded. Right. And the larger the organization grows, the, the harder it kind of gets to can transport that, right. To, to communicate that to everyone in the, in the organization. Is that also your experience? And, or what can you learn from like startups and, and implement in, in, in bigger organizations? Or is this like, does this even have, have an impact? I think a generalization uh, is very difficult uh, between startups and large corporations. I think they have different challenges. Um, also, when it comes to purpose, purpose for the for the employees, maybe uh, um, you're, you're right that in a startup uh, they are closer to the owner or to the founder, right? So maybe uh, they can identify more with the founding principles or the impact the organization wants to have. But at the same time, uh, as in a startup grows, um, it gets harder and harder for them um, to have this sense of directedness. Many startups, they are changing course, right? They are changing their business model. They are changing their products. They are changing employees. And from my perspective and from my experience, um, I see employees, they are sometimes kind of lost. And when you are lost, uh, you lose the sense of significance in your work, which uh, gives you less meaning at work. So they have different challenges. Maybe in a large organization, which is there for 100 years, they know exactly what they do. Okay, right now, uh, many organizations uh, also have to change and transform, and that's a whole new challenge there. Then maybe again, the directedness uh, gets lost a little bit, um, but they have a, a, a um, how should I say, like a more stable core, core business. And this, this I think also is a key part for meaning. Right. And because you said there are, especially in the automotive industry, right, there are big, like big changes right now. And what I was asking myself is why is this topic of purpose so hyped or important right now? Because you would say, you would think this is nothing new, right? This is just, this is something very human and is around forever, right? So why is it such an important topic right now? Why, why is it so hot right now? That's a good question. I, I can only give uh, my thoughts around that topic. Uh, I don't know if there's a real truth, but uh, I see different uh, developments and different trends in society right now and over the last couple of years. Um, so first of all, I think one trend is what I said before, is um, that organizations in the last decades, they were very much focused on um, optimization and cost reductions and Uh, profit maximization. And I think over those years, um, um, like piece by piece, they lost the individual. 
And uh, right now, uh, we are very much focused on numbers, on, on KPIs, on reaching our goals, on maximizing our profits, so that it's not really about purpose anymore at the workplace. So I think more, more and more people have lost really meaning because you can lose meaning at work. You can find it again, right? But you can also lose it. So I think a lot of people lost meaning over the last uh, years and decades in organizations. And uh, second of all, I think that uh, the society is ripe for purpose right now, because at least in our hemisphere, right, in uh, um, Germany or in the Western culture, as you can say, we are so safe in our work that um, um, we are able to look for purpose and meaning at work. It's not about uh, our basic Uh, human needs anymore at work. Everybody has enough, or most people at least in our hemisphere, um, have enough to eat, enough to drink every day. So they, they can think about more at work, right? About topics like self-actualization and transcendence, because this is obviously a problem in countries um, which are not so wealthy. Um, as our as the countries we uh, uh, we are around, they have to think about the basic human needs, and of course, then the first priority is to fulfill those human basic uh, human needs before we think about other topics. But uh, a big but here, um, the topic of purpose and uh, the fulfillment of meaning is an intrinsic human desire. So every human strives for meaning, strives for purpose no matter in which culture or in which environment I am at right now. Also, if I have to suffer, um, this is especially important. Uh, when you read the book of Viktor Frankl, again, Man's Search for Meaning, um, he tells us that suffering only can be endured by people if they find meaning in it. So it's always about meaning. It's a basic intrinsic need. We're talking about purpose in the Western culture and business context. Is there a way to make this a global movement as well in, in developing countries so they don't have to make maybe the mistakes that, that we made and, and implement purpose or meaning at work directly? Yeah, of, of course. I mean, we also have to inter integrate that in our educational system, I would say, much more than, than it is uh, uh, done today. Um, I think uh, even when you go to preschool here or to high school, uh, it should be a topic there um, to find out your meaning um, or at least to, to educate uh, children in thinking more about their strength and their personalities and not only about contents. Because in, in Germany and in Switzerland, as from my experience, it's, uh, it's a lot about contents and grades and uh, yeah, have, having good uh, transcripts at the end of the year. But it's not so much uh, or too less from my perspective about personality. And uh, yeah, in, in those countries, hard to say. Um, every, every company has to earn money. We, we don't have to, we cannot forget that, right? So profit and purpose, they should always be uh, linked together. We cannot say that a company should only do purpose now and only look at the purpose of the employees. They have also a responsibility to earn money, at least the for-profit organizations. They have to earn money. So they should, they should develop a business model and a work environment in which they can earn money and increase or, or offer purpose and meaning for the employees. That should be the goal, I think. Yeah, I think that's pretty interesting if you, if you think about, you know, you, you talked about developing countries and we talked about organizations and you see that this topic kind of blurs out into real life, right? If you talk about education, if we talk about, you know, it's not a, a strict 
business topic in that sense, right? It's very blurry boundaries, I would say. Um, but we also talked about alignment and strategic alignment in that sense. Um, if we kind of jump back to, to businesses and organizations and think about strategy, because I saw that illustration on, on the website where this purpose Pac-Man eats, uh, eats the, the strategy, right? And we all know that Peter Drucker um, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Is, is purpose the new culture or how, how, how should that illustration be interpreted? Culture also influences the experience of purpose for every individual because culture is that what we experience at work every day in an organization. And of course, this influences me in my quest for meaning for purpose at work. Um, so, so that's that connection. But coming back to that picture, um, from our perspective, if you don't succeed as an organization to fulfill the purpose of your employees, to offer meaning for your, uh, for your whole staff, and then you can have the best strategies in the world, then you will never, never be successful. Um, because if you don't have purpose and meaning at work, the most you can get out of the people is a compliant behavior. And then uh, you, maybe you are successful for one or two years, but you will not be able to adapt. Yeah, and, and there are a lot of numbers as well around, you know, comparing purpose-driven companies and comparing traditional whatever companies, uh, which all, which like try to make it transparent that purpose-driven companies have an, like, an, a, a, like a competitive advantage even. Um, so would you, would you say that if you are working with a company, right? Um, would you say, is this like a selling point? Is this like something that you say, hey, your organizational will be more profitable in the end or will be have a, like your employees will uh, be more engaged at work uh, and be therefore more productive. Do you even have to sell it or is this more the other way around? They, you know, try to implement it and don't know how, so they need someone to actually help them out in that sense. Yeah, looking at those uh, statistics that purpose-driven companies might be more successful in financial terms, um, I also read those statistics and um, I'm, I'm very um, ca cautious when I look at those numbers. First of all, you have to look at the measures. What does it mean if a company is purpose-driven or not? I don't know if there is an end state which defines that this company is purpose-driven and this company is not purpose-driven. So this is already very um, blurry, I would say. And uh, second of all, I would recommend people uh, to look more um, to people or to themselves and the people around them. What happens if they find meaning, meaningful, a meaningful task? Um, let it be in private life, in sports, when we play football, for example, together with all our colleagues here in the team. I see like that everyone is smiling, everyone is engaged, everyone is uh, running as hell, right? And this, this is fun for them. So there, there is a certain alignment there of personal strength and interest with the actual task. So they find meaning in that task and we get a lot of engagement out of it. And I think the same holds for organizations at work. When they succeed in aligning tasks with personalities, with personal strength, interests and passions, so that people find meaning in their work, they get a lot of engagement out of it. And of course, engagement is a good um, predictor for success in the long run. But of course, as we all know, financial numbers, financial success depends on many, many uh, variables. Um, you can never plan success, but you can plan performance. I think once established, we talked about it, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a journey, the purpose journey, and it's not a destination. Um, but is there, are we talking one, five, ten years to 
sort of download a, a certain mindset to uh, implement this behavior as well in companies? I think it's a, from my perspective, it's a never ending story. So it's a development where you never reach the goal. Um, but I would recommend organizations and people to be on the way, always be on the way. Uh, there are certain measurements which you can implement from this second to the other second. For example, when it comes to personal attitude, you can change your attitude from, from, from now to uh, the future in one second, right? Uh, in a heartbeat. And uh, if you change your attitude, the way you look on things, right? Maybe you find meaning in something where before you didn't consider uh, considered it as meaningful at all. So when it comes to personal attitude, you can change it immediately. Of course, when we talk about structures, for example, how are the organizational structures in the organization? Are they hierarchical? So do they have a steep hierarchy? Do they have a flat hierarchy? What is the mindset in the organization? Um, do they do they appreciate individual purpose or do they only appreciate status and power in the organization? Of course, those things they need time for the for um, in order to be developed. But yeah, the answer is uh, it's never over. And would you say that companies can only invite and sort of inspire employees and the whole value chain from partners and suppliers and customers and consumers to find your own purpose in order to get to a better performance at your company? Yeah, um, because as I said before, meaning is an individual construct. So you, you can never um, force someone to find meaning in a certain topic. You can only make offers, give guidance and support Uh, inspire people, give impulses, offer them a workplace, a work environment uh, where people find meaning at work. That's why this is our key question uh, we pursue. How do we create meaningful workplaces in which people find their purpose at work? Digging a little bit deeper here is, do you, because for me it's hard to imagine what, what kind of initiatives you can take on actually, you know, inspire people. Can you make an example of, 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 from your experience, what, what does an initiative like this look like? So as I said before, um, there are many levers organizations can take. Um, so we can talk about the nature of the organization, for example. How is the organization perceived by society uh, internally, by the employees, but also from society? This, of course, has an influence, uh, again, on each individual in the organization. Then we can talk about the nature of work and work groups. How is work uh, in the organization created? Do they work a lot in teams or is this more uh, single-oriented work? Um, or for example, what are the organizational practices? So which goals, what kind of goals do we have in the organization? What is the nature of goals? Do we have independent goals so that every department has silo goals, for example? Or do we have interdependent goals, uh, common goals, which that uh, all employees, all departments work together on, like common goals, right? This is uh, a whole other story when it comes to meaning and purpose at work. Or another, another level is leadership that we talked before, personality, the attitude, um, as we said before, and also the interpersonal relationships. So this is basically what is the quality of the interpersonal relationships in an organization. This, of course, has a lot to do with um, the culture, but as well with, um, as we call it, social identification. So uh, in what manner or in to what extent do the people identify themselves with the organization? Is there an 
identification? Is there a positive identification or rather a negative um, identification? Mm -hmm. And do you also plan those initiatives in detail with the organizations or do they kind of get the knowledge and you know get the, you you train the mindset in in, the, in that sense and they have to kind of put it to work on their own or what, what is your role in in that sense so what we basically offer is a framework um we call the framework the purpose canvas so the canvas is our our um framework which consists of those six general levers uh, which i talked about before and um then the creation of each lever is individual from organization to organization. Every organization, and uh, this takes a lot of time because this is a complex topic, has to figure out which lever, uh, where are, first of all, what is the status quo in each lever? Where are we at right now? How is organi our organization created? And where are we right now in our pursuit of purpose, uh, so to say. And therefore we, we give guidance, for example, through measurements. We do measurements with organizations. Measurements um, should only be an estimation because purpose, as we said before, is a soft topic, individual topic, so hard to put numbers next to it, but we developed a measurement in order to, to have an estimation for the status quo of the organization in the pursuit of purpose. And based on that, and a lot of um, personal meetings, uh, personal talks, we try to figure out which levers are most impactful in the pursuit of purpose. And then, of course, um, we, we, we design those levers for those organizations, and then we support them and guide them through that journey of implementing it mm -hmm. so it's could you say that you're kind of the the kickstarter for for such initiatives or because as you said it's a never-ending journey and this is kind of a ongoing process mm -hmm. so is your role then more the kind of you you push the the wagon and then you know they they have to kind of keep it rolling themselves i would say more um when i think of our role as an image It would be that of an expedition guide. Um, so we try to offer guidance, guidance in a more meaningful future for this organization. But we don't try to push because um, I think pushing is, is not the right uh, idea or concept behind the concept of purpose. But we want to uh, more, we want to create a pull effect. So we want to inspire people, inspire people of a more meaningful future. Um, they, they, so that they get energized and uh, passionate about the topic of, of meaning and purpose. And they, in the end, the goal is that they, from their inner selves, try to develop a more meaningful workplace. How, how do you see the, the interlink between a purpose-driven and a purposeful organization and the, the kind of halo effect on, on their customers then as well? Mm -hmm. This is something which is kind of sequential or how would you see that? Mm -hmm. I think the same uh, holds true for the external world, what we figured out before for the organization internally, uh, because in the end it's about fulfilling purposes. For in our work, it's very much about fulfilling purposes or enabling purposes for employees internally in the organization. But I think a successful organization, they are succeeding in enabling purpose for their customers. And this is done by not only products and uh, services, but I think most uh, through experiences. And if you could wish for something which, which you can change overnight and, and implement it in, in the companies you work with, what would, be, what, what would you hope for in the next years to come? That every leader in our organizations worldwide would have 
the own internal experience, how it feels to have meaning at work. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more, head over to theidealist.co. As always, there's one more thing we ask our guests, which is, who should we talk to next? I would be in very interested in what the uh, um, politicians say about that topic. So I would recommend to, to ask a politician. <laughs> <laughs>